0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Tale of Two Bookworms. My name is Tony.
1: My name is Kylea.
0: And today we are going to be reviewing the seven deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle.
1: Also called the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle in the States. And we found out today that the Brits call it Evelyn.
0: Yes, which sounds weird to me, and I will not be referring to it.
1: No, my stepmother's name is Evelyn, so...
0: So it's (laughs) Evelyn Hardcastle for the purposes of this podcast we'll
1: blame it on our canadianness
0: sure uh before we begin i'd like to give a quick summary of the book at a gala party thrown by her parents evelyn hardcastle will be killed again and again she's been murdered hundreds of times and each day aiden bishop is too late to save her doomed to repeat the same day over and over aiden's only chance is to solve evelyn hardcastle's murder and conquer the shadows Of an enemy. He struggles to even comprehend. But nothing and no one are quite what they seem. As you can tell, I thought it was over a (laughs) couple sentences before it was actually over.
1: Mm, That happens.
0: Um okay, so let's begin. Uh as usual, just so everyone knows, uh we might discuss spoilers at some point. So if you've not read this book and you don't want us to spoil the surprise, please read that book before listening any further thank you
1: yes especially for this book because you really don't want any spoilers if you do have the spoilers it'll ruin your experience of it because the mystery part of it is a huge component of it and you want to be kept in suspense for the entire novel
0: absolutely absolutely okay so overall what were your thoughts on this
1: book kylea I really liked it. Mm -hmm. I struggled. I remember struggling for the first bit and being like, "Mm, I don't know if this thing is for me. I really don't like books written in present tense. And I just finished a book written in present tense. And then I got to this one and it was in present tense again. And I was like, no, can we not? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But once I, I I can't remember what chapter I got into that. I was like, Oh, actually I really like this concept. I like the idea. I like the way it's written. Mm -hmm. It kept me engaged. Um, Yeah, I finished it quite quickly because I enjoyed it Yeah, instead of because I didn't enjoy it, which happens with a lot of books for me.
0: Yeah, and I think in the case of this book, it was actually kind of useful that it was written in present tense because I think it kept the pace moving fairly well, and I think it it suited anyway to have it written in that way. It made it seem very uh, immediate.
1: Yeah, it made sense because it brings you into into the character kind of you're experiencing things along with him
0: yes exactly exactly um yeah i also really enjoyed this book i thought the pace was excellent i thought the concept was more or less unique uh i loved most of the twists and i thought it was a a very solid mystery that really draws you in Mm -hmm. now uh one of the critiques uh we've stumbled across while looking up people's thoughts on this book is that some thought it was a little too complicated uh, a little too weird hard and hard to follow what are your thoughts on this
1: I disagree I didn't find it hard to follow at all I know there are a lot of characters but I thought that they were introduced long and well enough that they were fairly easy to keep track of and even if you were having a hard time why not just bring up a character list and keep it with your book
0: yes I I thought I can see that it is um, a a fairly strange concept. But I think a little bit like the movie Inception, if you just pay even the smallest modicum of attention, like the writer doesn't give it to you in a way that's complicated. Mm -hmm. You know, I think he presents it in a very logical, very straightforward way. And anyone who's a fan of... Uh, science fiction should really have no problem with this and I think anybody who has any real experience reading novels should have no problem with this
1: so, I guess it depends what kind of novels they're used to reading though. this is
0: true uh, I just I did find it a criticism that I found hard to relate to at any rate
1: I agree 100% I was like really complicated mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess but no it was not hard to follow
0: now in this book, uh, the main character, Aiden Bishop, he has the opportunity to live the same day in eight different host bodies to try and solve a murder. Um, he isn't aware of this in the beginning, which would probably help him out. But I thought, what a, what a interesting way of doing things. You know, he has eight different hosts, uh, some of which are more difficult to control than others mm-hmm. and all of which uh, are very unique in their situations in in the house and in the events that happen and in their own handicaps uh, so and he finds himself thinking it, like the characters he inhabits he finds himself acting like the characters He inhabits, so he has to wrestle with their personalities as well as trying to solve the murder that he's he's in there to solve.
1: And also having, with all that, no real identity of himself. He has no idea what his real name is Mm -hmm. for quite a a long time, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't know his history. He doesn't know who he is, how he actually thinks, and. And he kind of the more hosts that he goes into, the more he loses himself mm-hmm. or what he thinks is himself.
0: yeah, if yeah, that makes sense. it does. Uh, I think in this book, there's a lot of um, it, it deals with identity a lot, like who are you really mm-hmm. uh, underneath everything and he he inhabits eight different identities. Um, including some of the more interesting ones are the the first person he wakes up as which is Sebastian Bell uh who's a drug dealer (laughs) and next would be Collins the butler which is a funny moment early on because when he first sees the butler as Sebastian Bell the butler gives him this look and it's the strangest look and he can't place it until he wakes up the next day he's the butler he opens the door he sees himself and Gives him that strange look. There's also uh, Lord Ravencourt, who is exceptionally overweight, but also uh, incredibly intelligent. I liked him. Me too. I really did. Uh, There's Gregory Gold, who is uh, the temperamental artist. Mm -hmm. There's Jim Rashton, the police officer. And that's a character I quite enjoyed. I I think you're meant to, but he he was a good Mm -hmm. character. Then there's uh, Jonathan Derby, the drug addict. Edward Dance, the solicitor.
1: I also liked him.
0: Yes, he was, he was interesting. And he ended up, I think a lot of the story unfolded and a lot of the, the mystery revealed itself with his character. Mm-hmm. And then there's Donald Davies, who I don't remember so much. Do you?
1: Is he the one that ran away?
0: Oh He probably is. That That's why we don't remember him very much.
1: Because <laughs> like,
0: there's one character who decides that he's just going to escape the manor. Which you can't escape because it's essentially like a, a simulation. Yeah. Um. So he just runs to the end and and passes out. Although I think he wakes up later and he then, does wake and up then later. He, he comes back anyway. In
1: a carriage or something.
0: That's right. That's right. Um, the book is a little reminiscent of Groundhog Day in the sense that he keeps reliving the same day over and over again. Uh, meets Agatha Christie and that's kind of the era. Meets that...
1: Black Mirror.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, I haven't seen that.
1: No, you really need to. Not all the episodes, but some of them are pretty good.
0: I just want to watch the Star Trek episode so bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, that that whole um, it being a simulation and a prison-like thing was a, a neat concept. I'd already seen the episode of Black Mirror that is kind of similar to that. Mm-hmm. But I, some people have compared it and be like, oh, that's just stealing what Black Mirror had. I'm like, well, it's not really the same thing. It's similar, but it's not really the same thing.
0: hmm. Well, and nowadays, you know, it, even even the most unique concept, you can probably trace it to something in the past, which yeah. is very similar as
1: if there's seven billion people on the planet. Not everything is going to be 100 percent unique.
0: Yeah. Everything is reminiscent of something.
1: the quote there is uh, there is no new thing under the sun
0: i don't know that one something
1: like that anyway it's true though
0: (laughs) it's very true
1: (laughs) but i the one thing that did frustrate me about the book and i understand why it wasn't in there was more of the actual reality we get the simulation Mm -hmm. and in order to understand why the simulation is happening we do need little peeks at what reality is Mm -hmm. like but to satisfy me, I didn't get enough of that. I really wanted to know who Aiden was before he went in, what Anna did to deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. Um Like, exactly. I wanted wanted all the nitty-gritty details. I wanted to know how they put consciousnesses into the system, how like what happens to their bodies, all these other things that I just desperately wanted to know that I never got the satisfaction of finding out. But I understand why he didn't put it in, and I completely respect him for putting it in, because if he did try to fit all of that extra stuff in, I think the novel itself would have lost a lot, because it would be losing what the novel is actually about.
0: I think so too, but I think he, he would have been well served to do a little bit of explanation into that other stuff. Uh, basically, the main character, Aiden, he wakes up with only the one name on, on his in his memory, and that's Anna. Uh, so he thinks in addition to trying to solve the murder of Evelyn Hardcastle, he's there to somehow save Anna. He's told by a character dressed in a plague doctor costume who's like a warden of the the simulation prison he's in that only one of them can escape but he he wants to save both of them if he can and he later realizes that anna committed this horrible crime it was on him personally but we don't get any explanation of that and when you look at how well defined and described the rest of the book is the the murder mystery the simulation the characters in that world are the fact that none of the outer world is uh, explained, it does feel a little lame, I think.
1: That's fair. I still think that if they, he had added an extra 500 pages explaining the other world, that's just more to criticize and it would take away.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we, Absolutely. We, we do
1: get enough information that Anna didn't just, I think, tortured his sister or something
0: that's right yeah
1: um it wasn't just on him but she was the way that i the impression that i got was she was some sort of mobster like head of the mafia kind of thing had committed a lot of atrocities akin to hitler maybe i don't we didn't get the details
0: yeah i thought more war criminal than uh mafia myself
1: well we don't get it we just know that she's we don't caused a lot of atrocities against a lot of different people yeah so that's Her punishment is being stuck in this puzzle essentially waking up every day as the same person and unlike Aiden she doesn't get um, to experience different hosts and Mm -hmm. she doesn't get a week to figure it out she has to solve it within the first day which is impossible so for her that's just prison is being stuck there with a an, an impossible task and she's never supposed to get out yeah she and the uh the other guy what's his name daniel yes that's right yes it is both of them are, are they have this idea that only one of them can escape they know that they're competing against someone else but it doesn't really matter because it's designed that they cannot do it yeah although daniel thought he got pretty close
0: yes he did yes he did uh one of the twists that are more fun in the book for me at least i think is when uh aiden spends most of uh most of the book thinking that daniel is one of his future hosts so at one point he's even working with daniel Mm -hmm. because he thinks that you know later on he is daniel yeah and then much later on i think when he's in his seventh host and he he knows maybe it's his sixth host but he he does the math and he's like he realizes there's no way daniel could be a host Mm -hmm. and that this guy is actually an adversary i thought that was a really cool part of the book yeah Um, did you see that one coming by any chance
1: that Daniel wasn't one of the hosts Mm -hmm. no I I think I figured out about the same time Aiden did
0: (laughs) yeah me too that's that's
1: the nice thing the the way it's written is that you're discovering things as Aiden does or at least I was Yes,
0: yeah me too to be
1: honest I had no idea about the whole boathouse thing and the murder mm -hmm.
0: yeah I'm not usually somebody (laughs) when I read a mystery or I watch a mystery I don't normally try to figure it out so i never i'm going to figure it out Mm -hmm. um one thing i thought was really cool because i think this book is exceptionally well written i think it's very smart how it's written Mm -hmm. i think there's some really fun and cool sentences in it um one thing i think is really impressive is that this is a debut novel yeah yeah for this to be a first novel is really quite impressive
1: yeah I really liked it. I read his second novel too, wasn't... eh.
0: That's The Devil in the Dark Water, yes, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. I have not read that.
1: No. I definitely preferred The Seven Deaths.
0: Yeah, well I think he said he spent three years, three solid years on this book writing it.
1: And over a decade thinking about it.
0: Yeah, which is quite a long time. So I think there is some pressure when you have such a successful book. Mm -hmm. as uh the first novel seven deaths of Evelyn hardcastle ended up being there is pressure to get that second book out yeah and when you spend you know uh three years writing and 10 book 10 years planning you're not going to have that kind of time on your second book no and you're not usually going to want that amount of time on your second book because i think you'll want to produce another one
1: we can talk about the second book another time once you've read it
0: yeah, it's it's no use talking about it now. It would just no. be me asking you a bunch of questions. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the ending of this book.
1: What is that?
0: It's the end of the book.
1: Oh my word! Tony. I'm just being cheeky. <laughs> no, it, it, <laughs> it's very open ended. Yes, it is. Uh, they just walk into town. What does that mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is town? They're supposed to be in this simulation where they can't leave Blackheath Manor and then
1: so is there even a town for them to go to are they just planning on falling asleep along the way like getting to know each other while walking towards town and then they go to sleep and then they wake up outside of the simulation or
0: yeah who knows do
1: they get stuck in the simulation and it's actually bigger Mm -hmm. and they end up going to town
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and having a life there i don't know it was very not there
0: yeah do they get to live in a simulation it's it's just a nicer simulation or or what
1: it was very not conclusive
0: yeah uh really i thought this book was extremely tight until until we got to the end i thought the murder explanation of evelyn was a little bit thin
1: but i I did like how it ended up being the real murder and then the supposed murder of her of her so that they could actually that Eden could actually rescue both of them because technically you're only allowed one only one person's allowed to escape
0: yeah that's true but he
1: figured out the murder that the planners had thought of and then the actual murder of her
0: yeah so there were multiple crimes to solve multiple (laughs) chances to redeem themselves yeah it was was cute
1: Uh, I like that I wasn't expecting that
0: no and and then you have. It's I, like,
1: I, how is he supposed to rescue her? It mm-hmm, so mm-hmm.
0: can only be one person. And well, that's something you wonder throughout most of the book. Uh, I think in addition, in addition to identity, redemption, is uh, a key part of this book. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Um, are we all entitled to it? To yeah. a chance for it? You I, know.
1: The explanation of this idea is that Aiden went into the simulation to. Basically kill Anna multiple times and punish her, Mm -hmm. but then he gets stuck in the simulation He loses himself and then he ends up rescuing her. Yeah, and he believes that she is a different person now Mm -hmm. and so does that How does that affect us in real life? Are we redeemable? How much of us can actually change and what can make us change and can you have a person who somebody hurt end up saving the person that hurt them yeah there's there's a lot of different i don't i don't know how to express what i'm trying to say help tony help well in
0: terms of like uh can you become a different person i think we see that in the main character you know he goes in there seeking revenge and i think he's he's gone through this process of being an eight different host for a whole week trying to solve this crime trying to punish anna hundreds and hundreds of times yeah. he's done this and at the I think end, he's
1: been there for decades. Yeah,
0: and at the end, all he wants to do is, is rescue her. So, in I think the book is saying that yes, people can change.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Under certain circumstances, at least.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if, on, if only there were purgatory simulations for all the criminals in the world.
1: Although, going on that, if you don't remember anything, how can you really change if you're not learning anything? For, for Anna and Daniel how can they really change if they don't know really why they're there or what it actually is yeah learn anything from it
0: yeah no it's a good point
1: so is it just having to go through different things that changes you as a person even though you have no memory
0: yeah I guess a question for me would be like when they come out of it if they come out of it do they have all their memories from before as well as all the memories in the simulation? Like, what are they privy to exactly?
1: And if they did get all their memories back between the two of them, would they still have those positive feelings towards each other when all of a sudden you remember, Yeah. oh, she tortured and killed my sister and was basically Hitler?
0: Yeah. The- these are questions which are not answered in the book. No. We're not going to know. They're, they're rhetorical uh i wonder if the author should have thought of them more but really who's to say
1: Mm -hmm. but it's it's nice to get people to think about that Mm -hmm. it's true i'm i think i've mentioned this before i'm very much like redemption stories Mm -hmm.
0: yes you do to see that yeah
1: that that little bit of hope that people can be redeemed through whatever process Mm -hmm. That it is nice
0: yeah so if you are a reader and you don't mind that we've spoiled everything about the book for you, <laughs> we do recommend this book.
1: Definitely. I made Tony read it.
0: And I loved it. I actually really, really, really loved it. Um, if you are not a reader, you can be excited because Netflix has announced a seven episode series of this. Oh, no way. Yes, uh, they announced it back in December, so it probably won't be for, I'm going to guess, at least two years before we see it. Um, but that's something for everyone to look out for. If it's done half as well as the book, I'd say it's definitely worth watching.
1: Although if it has anything like The Stand.
0: Oh, that series is not good. Not good. (laughs) Time will tell on this. Um, And then I'd like to end today with some quotes. Uh, The book, as I mentioned before, has some very fun uh, sentences, and here are a few how lost do you have to be to let the devil lead you home i loathe getting to know people so whenever i meet somebody i like i just assume a a friendship immediately it saves a great deal of time in the long run (laughs) that one is so agatha christie it's not even funny (laughs) um my personal favorite i cannot find but nothing like a mask to reveal somewhat somebody's true nature too little information and you're blind. Too much and you're blinded. We are more never more ourselves than when we think people aren't watching. Anger's solid. It has weight. You can beat your fists against it. Pity is a fog to become lost within. What use is rearranging the furniture if you burn the house down doing it? And, aha, I found my favorite. <laughs> if this isn't hell, then the devil is surely taking notes. You see, it's so fun.
1: It is a fun book. Yeah. I really enjoyed it.
0: Me too. So yes, please do read this book if you have not. And if we have not ruined it, thank you very much for listening. And we will be back next week with another podcast.
1: woo woo. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.